Welcome to Ordinary People Doing Extraordinary Things. I'm your host, Carrie Roberts, and I'll be showing you how average, everyday people have chosen to make positive changes in their life to accomplish what makes them happy. I hope this podcast will allow you to feel a connection with people who have something in common with you and make you realize you can have the life you want. Hello, podcast listeners. Today, we're back with our Wednesday expert of the month, Shadia, talking about the idea of surrendering within the present moment. So welcome back, Shadia. I'm so excited to talk about this topic today. Hi, Carrie, and hello to everyone who's listening. Surrender, I think it's one of the most beautiful words there is, and it is so profound because I feel that it helps us so much to be open to receive everything that life has that life has in store for us. So I'm excited to be talking about it with you today. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you sent me this word and this topic, I started thinking about, you know, what does it mean to me? And I'm just curious kind of how you define surrendering within the moment. What does that actually mean? For me, surrendering is trusting that everything is exactly as it's supposed to be, that you don't have to be controlling every single detail because there's something bigger than all of us that moves things when we are vibrating in a certain way so that they can come our way as well. Mm. I always love how you say stuff. <laughs> every time in our progress, I'm like, oh, it was said so beautifully. And this kind of you know, falls along everything we talked about, but being in the present moment. And, you know, why does it feel so hard to surrender? Why is it, you know, for people and in our brain, do we feel we need to control everything? Carrie, the truth is because we are control freaks. <laughs> we are so scared of letting go, of thinking maybe things won't work out, or we are used to doing everything by ourselves. It's, but I feel it's a, it's a lack of faith, you know, a lack of trust in life. It's, it's like we've talked before, like so many things happen within us that we are not even aware of, like our heart beating or our breathing or the blood running through our body. But then other things we are like obsessed with trying to control to make things happen because we have an idea of how things should work out. So we're scared that that idea doesn't come to reality. And then we have a really hard time letting go and surrendering and all of these things. But what's the difference between surrendering to what's happening in the moment mm -hmm. versus, okay, I'm surrendering, but I don't want to. This isn't the moment that I want to be in, or this isn't the thing that I want to be in. So where do you kind of find that balance between doing that and also planning and going towards the things you actually want? Yes. The thing is that when you have a very stiff a way of thinking, thinking that life has to be in a certain way, then there's no room for magic to happen. You're not living in the present moment. So surrendering is actually letting go, being fully present, knowing that everything that you need, that the only thing that's real is what's going on in this precise moment. When you're already making plans for the things because I hate the situation I'm at, you're in the future. You're not in the present. Yeah. Because you're obsessing with what's yet to come and you're also in the past because you've thought, you, you've, uh, sorry, you're thinking of things that have gone one way or the other in the past or you're trying to repeat it or stay away from it. So you're losing out on being fully in the present moment. That's the difference. It's, it's uh, the ten, where we are. Right? You're in the present or you're in the future or in the past. 
But what about like if you're in a situation that is maybe not healthy or you're unhappy with Mm-hmm. And like, like, I don't how do you, how do you feel that? Because I think a lot of people try to run away from things. And I, I think it's important to feel whatever you're feeling, whether that's good or bad. Yes. But then again, like, you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to always feel this way. So how do you live in that present moment with kind of these yucky feelings or not so good things happening in your life? You know, first of all, by accept, accepting them and embracing them, because what you resist persists. So if you're constantly trying to, I don't want to feel this way, I don't want to be sad, or I want this to be over already, and it's taking more time, then what you're doing is giving it much more power. It's like I'm telling you, Carrie, please don't think of a blue elephant right now. What's the first thing you think about? The blue elephant, right? Yeah. So it's like when you're focusing all of your energy on the issue that you want to change, nothing can come from that, you know? So it's it's... In Spanish, we have a saying that, that says, like, I'll say it in Spanish, adios orando y con el mazo dando. It means, like, to God praying and with the hammer giving, you know? Like, I don't know if the hammer, but, like, it's the two parts. You know, you have to do the two parts. Let's say, I love to give examples, right? You know this. So mm-hmm. what would be an example, for example? Do you, do you have something in mind or I just come up with one? Well, I'm just thinking um, if, in your, if you're in a bad relationship, so whether that's professional or personal. So let's use a professional example. Let's say you're with a boss and this boss is just, you know, it's not a good experience on a consistent basis. And this person is yelling at you all the time or putting you down. And you're sitting there in that moment like, I hate this. I don't want to be here. How do yes. you how do you be in that moment and surrender to it when it's something that's not a positive thing? Yeah. The first thing is by saying, okay, I'm really unhappy with how my boss is treating me and this is affecting my entire working experience. Okay. So first of it, first step is acknowledging it. It's just not being like, Oh, I hate this. Like pity party, pity party. It's not cool. You know, like it's Mm -hmm. just acknowledging like, okay, I'm facing this situation and I'm feeling sad, angry, frustrated or whatever. Then what can I do? Can I do something about it? If the answer is yes, then you do it. Yeah, I can talk with my boss. I can maybe look for another job. Maybe I'm really ready to start my own business and I haven't had that. You know, just like one thing is saying it and the other thing is doing it. So right now we are at the stage where there, it's just saying it to ourselves, you know, being very honest. And if you cannot do anything about it, but in this situation when you're, you're I was going to say your dad, but your, your boss is mistreating you, then this is an issue that has not so much to do with surrendering or so. It's with loving yourself and putting limits, setting limits. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that because I think that that's something that a lot of people have a hard time with. Of yeah. what, how do you set your limits and how do you decide what those are? Yes, it's super, super important that we are very much in touch with ourselves, with our own needs, with our desires, with who we truly are, because a lot of people, you see a lot of the issues that happen in the workplace happen because people don't have self-esteem. It's because they're so scared of how others will react that they uh, betray themselves, you know? So if your boss is mistreating you constantly, saying nasty things or, or taking advantage of your time or making you, you can always stand up and speak your truth because, yeah, maybe you're scared that they will fire you. But if in the long run, you don't set limits and say like, excuse me, but a, this is not a way that I feel comfortable with, or maybe we can have a look, another look at it or try to talk it, then you'll be compromised. You'll get sick. 
you'll start projecting all of these crazy dramas into your own personal life, with your family, with your partner, with your friends. So it has to be a situation of complete honesty with yourself. If you're not happy, what can you do to make this a better situation? Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, it's so funny as I'm, I'm hearing you talk and I've had other conversations, how just a lot of same things repeat. Um, and I do think a lot of, uh, issues are stemmed from self-esteem issues, um, and creates fear. And like you said, well, what's going to happen or what are they going to say? And so then they're unhappy and then that kind of circulates to other people. Um, you know, how, how, I mean, I guess that's getting a little bit off topic, but how do people kind of figure out what their values are if they're having a self-esteem issue? If they feel like, okay, I know I should be treated better, but I don't know how to articulate that or they don't feel worthy because maybe in every job they've had, that's always been the case. Like, where does that start from being able to surrender to the moment, but also being aware of what are my values and how do I articulate that if you're having a self-esteem issue? I think it's it's super important. We can start with basic things. Like people can just do a list, a very simple list of keywords that are important for me, you know? And then from there, you can take on what your values are. It's very easy when we are very sure of what our values are to not put up with situations that go against it. You know, like for example, if you make a list like loyalty, honesty, um, commitment, fun, I don't know, a list of things, adjectives, different things. It doesn't have to be values per se, you know, just a list of things. Um, you'll start seeing that things can be grouped together. And then you can group them under a, a big topic that can be loyalty, for example. And then another can be courage. Another can be, and then you group, and then you know that these are your values. And if you have them identified, it's so much easier when you go, uh, when you're facing a situation where you're not feeling too comfortable to have a look, you don't take out the little paper, but you have a, an inner look at what your values are. And you're like, oh my God, this goes completely against my main value, which is honesty. Because I'm not being honest with myself or I'm not being honest with my colleague or I'm not being honest with my boyfriend. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Is it along those lines that you were asking? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. Because um, I know anytime that I've ever felt like, whether it's work or personal, the relationship felt off. I always was like, wow, this is not in alignment with my values. Mm -hmm. But I think that what's been interesting for me, and I'm curious your take on this for others as well, is like for in the job situation, sometimes yeah. you know it doesn't align with your values. And so you decide to leave the job. But yeah. you're like, this person's not going to actually listen to why. And so you kind of make up this other reason as to why you're leaving so as not to burn bridges or whatever. But you know in your mind exactly why exactly. you're not at that place anymore. Mm -hmm. Is that okay? Or would you suggest that you are completely honest with people even if they're not going to be open to hearing mm -hmm. that at all? The, we are the most important people. You know, like each of us is the most important people for each of us. I don't, it's not well said in English, but I think you know what I mean, right? Like mm -hmm. the most important person for Shalia is myself, you know, and we should always, always have this in mind. If you are honest and you're aligned with your values and you know that this job is not suitable uh, for you because your boss lies a lot, you know? If you don't want to confront him and be like, hey, um, look, this job is not aligned because you're a big liar. And no, you know, you don't have to tell him that. 
Yeah, but you have to know that within yourself, that is completely incoherent with your value, which is honesty, for example. So the thing is that it's so important to be honest with ourselves, you know, because a lot of people keep themselves saying like, no, I, I, I really don't like this job because I'm bored or I don't think that. No, go deeper. What is it? Because if not, you're just going to change companies. You're just going to change bosses and you're going to start finding a repeating part, pattern and the same underlying issue until you finally ad- address it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that goes with personal relationships too, which I think is always way more challenging, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in being aware and communicating that, especially later on in relationships when you've been with a particular person for a long time. Yes. The difference here is that I think that if you're in a relationship, you should, of course, communicate it with your partner. You know, like if you're feeling unhappy because X, Y, or Z, you tell it to this person with assertiveness, with a communication that's based on love, not on aggression, with expressing how you feel, right? It's not like, why didn't you take the garbage out? No, you can bring it around and be like, I feel not heard when you don't take the garbage out. You know, like you switch it, you say things different, it's different for you to say things or not to your boss, because it's a whole different context. But if it's a person that you're sharing your bed with, your breakfast, your life completely, I think in those cases, in personal relationships, you should have the possibility to communicate freely because if there's no communication, there's no room actually for anything else. Yeah, and I think that that's a problem that uh, a lot of people encounter is being able to be in the present moment and surrender. But like you said, it goes back to self-esteem issues and your values because if those have kind of been put down it's hard I think to surrender within the moment would you agree with that Mm, yes like if you're feeling that your value is not being fulfilled is what is what you mean yeah if you feel like you know you're talking to an individual or like over time you've had you know there are some people their parents you know um, don't share the same values they do. And then it goes into their work life and it goes into their personal life. So then they have now this kind of self-esteem issue. Um, and so then it makes it very hard to surrender within the present moment and stick to your values at the same time. Yeah. Surrendering is not giving up. Yeah. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. This is a situation that I'm not going to do anything about it. No. Surrendering for me at least is more this trust that everything truly does have a purpose. You know, giving up is being like, oh, since the situation is like this, I'm not going to do anything about it. You know, it's not passive. Surrendering, giving up is passive. Surrendering is something active that you do. It's like, okay, I trust and I open up and then I take inspired action. That is what we've we've talked before as well. Yeah? Yes, yes. It's different things that sometimes can be very, very, very much confused. But it's being like, okay, it's surrendering, it's opening up to the possibilities. For example, you really, really, really want a new job, right? You want a new job, you want a new job, you want a new job. You don't stay at home and be like, I, since I don't find a job, this is the situation, I'm surrendering to what is, this is the present moment. No, you, of course, pump up your CV, you talk with people, you send it around, you start browsing the career pages of companies that you really do like, or you start thinking again of that project that you want. But surrendering is 
doing these things with inspired action, but not being like, oh my God, I need to work in this company. And then you send an email, send the facts, contact them through social you know, it's like, I have to make it happen no matter how, no, you surrender that the right person, the right situation will come to you. So you start moving on and surrendering also means that, okay, I'm going to pass on that my CV to my circle of friends. And maybe one of them will have a friend of a friend of a friend who's looking someone with my exact profile. Yeah. Is mm -hmm. it yeah. I, yeah. And I think, um, no, I understand what you're saying. I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I like, I think there is a fine balance between the definition of the two things you're saying of, you know, uh, just accepting a situation versus trusting, uh, that things will happen due to inspired action. Um, I, I think that's hard because it's not a logical thing. Yes. And so you have to, it's kind of this very spiritual thing, uh, yeah. to just uh, trust. And uh, I think that's what makes it challenging. Yeah, but I think it's also quite practical. You know, for example, you're on an airplane, right? And the plane starts shaking. I'm yeah, an extreme example. And then you're you're scared. What well, my case, you know, sometimes I, I'm on a plane and I'm I, I used to be like terrified, right? And it starts the turbulence starts. And I ask myself, can I do something about it? The answer is no. Am I the pilot of this plane? No. So will being anxious and crying and help me no so then what do i do i accept it we have turbulence at the moment and this seems very very silly but it's so impactful when you talk to yourself in this way and you realize that things are much simpler than we think you know so all of these little basic things do a huge huge difference one of the of our last chats i think we we're talking that To be in the present moment, you start observing, like, I am sitting in this room, I have a closet in front of me, there's curtains with flowers on them, there's this white wall. There. When you start, like, verbalizing things, be it um, out loud or, or for yourself, it takes off so much of the clog that's inside of our minds, constantly driving us crazy. And we realize that there are things that we can do and that we can take action about, and there's others that simply we just have to accept. Or for example, when somebody, we really don't like this trait of somebody and we wish they would change and we wish they would change and we wish they would change. And there comes such a sense of liberation when you're like, you know what? I just accept this. This is how this person is. And that's it. And you surrender to the experience and to the person and to what's happening in the moment. It shifts everything. Yeah, 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 no, I, yeah. I, I, um, I agree. It's, uh, like I said, I, I think it's challenging because it's something you have to be conscious of. Yes. But like I said, it's also a spiritual thing. Like you said, it's so simple, but it's so challenging at the same time. Yes, it is. It is challenging. But it gives such a huge amount of peace being able to surrender that I think it's worth the try. Mm, yeah. So just uh, to kind of recap here on ways people can take action with this. So you're saying kind of the uh, first component is just being aware and acknowledging, mm -hmm. you know, what's going on and then asking yourself if you can do anything about it. And if mm -hmm. you can't just kind of allowing it to happen. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. First is acknowledging. Second is, can I do something? Yes or no. And then third would be, if yes, you take inspired action. If no, acceptance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. No, I think that's good. And I've been using your term inspired action a lot the last couple of weeks. And I, I, love, uh, I love it because you hear take action all the time. Yeah. Um, but I think inspired action is better because that comes more from your soul and more from yeah. you and what you want versus just yeah. what someone else wants. Yeah. And it's not my term. Like a lot of people who are in, in self-development, they use it a lot. And I love it because I feel it's so true. It's not just acting for acting, but actually doing something that comes from within that's so much powerful and profound. Yeah, no, I agree. No, this is good. I, I think it's, um, this was a good distinction as to what surrendering means. Um, and, you know, the little steps you can take to work on it to get closer to feeling and living in the present moment. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Being in the present moment is so liberating, Carrie, that if everybody like, could remember all the time how cool it is, we, I think we would do it more because it would take, it takes so much pressure. And so much sadness and so much anger and so many things off our shoulders that it's, it's super important to find things or experiences or situations that just help us connect with what is at every given time. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, thank you so much again uh, for just reminding us to live in the present moment and just another thing to think about. And uh, I look forward to having you again on the show next week. Thank you so much, Carrie. It's been amazing talking with you again. I love our chats. And yeah, hoping that everybody who's listening at least takes a little moment today to just surrender. Hi, podcast listeners. Have a question about what we discussed today or have a topic you'd like us to cover on Wednesdays? Send me an email over at Carrie, K-E-R-I dot N dot roberts r-o-b-e-r-t-s at gmail.com i'd love to hear from you and provide as much value as possible to your personal growth journey thank you for listening if you enjoyed this podcast i would greatly appreciate a review over on itunes and if you'd like to be featured on the podcast be sure to message me over on instagram at keri k-e-r-i dot n dot roberts Remember that each of us has something that makes us great. So go out there and show the world what makes you extraordinary.